0: way. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with people to show them how to use social media to promote themselves and their businesses. And today I am delighted we have another Deb in studio. It's Deb Day. So we have Deborah Zimmer in studio, who is known by many as the expert marketing coach. She is co-author of Lessons from the Recession and one of 60 global business executives who provide valuable advice on starting or running a business from the the trenches. Her blog, BestFreeMarketingTips.com, I'll say it again, BestFreeMarketingTips.com, guides entrepreneurs through the often confusing and overwhelming world of internet marketing to provide real-life tangible solutions. After 25 years of growing entrepreneurial businesses at companies such as Microsoft, where she attracted 700,000 customers into an online community in 18 months, and then repeated the process for another division by attracting a quarter of a million members in 10 months, Deb struck out on her own, growing an online retail store to six figures of income and then put it on autopilot for three years. Integrating these experiences with her MBA from Columbia Business School and an engineering degree, Deborah now delivers virtual chief marketing officer, Big picture strategies, simplified systems and practical tactics for entrepreneurial growth. She has x-ray vision for lead generation opportunities and the creativity to convert them into communities of paying clients. She delivers high impact, low cost, customized lead generation and brand building strategies for turbocharging entrepreneurs, experts and marketing ex- executives. Woohoo. Okay. Now I feel, <laughs> I am, I am intimidated. <laughs> Holy
1: cow.
0: I want to hire you and do my intro every yes, day. Yes. I'll, I'll be the voice of Deborah. Um, this is so cool. Welcome. Thank Yo, thank you thank you so much for joining us today. Yo, I, I went through your bio. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. How did you get into marketing?
2: Well, so long ago <laughs> think back yes i was an engineering major in college ah. and i really didn't give it a thought until my senior year of college and went i cannot sit in a lab all day <laughs> <laughs> i am not wired for that um so that i went into technical marketing uh-huh um and my first job out of college ready was as a sales and applications engineer for an electro-optical test equipment manufacturer. See, I still can't even get Ew. it Ew. It got me a lot of dates in the beach cities of L.A. Yeah, but it sounds really No, I'm, like, joking. Like, yeah. I would go to a bar, and yeah. people would be like, what do you do? And I'd say their mouthful, and their jaws would literally, like, drop open. And they
0: would go and get another drink. They'd walk away.
2: <laughs> and I'd be like, you're not even, like... You're just blatantly rude about it. Well, You're not yeah, even, they, like, they modestly, they, modestly rude yeah, about it. They didn't it. even
0: say, and what does that do? They just went, oogity-boogity-boogity, boogity, and they left. <laughs> so, now, how is it that you managed to continue in marketing and be so successful at it?
2: <laughs> um, you know, I just keep at it. That's, right? I just kept going. And, um, I, you know, then I, I, I worked in marketing, in that particular job for a uh, about three years, I think, Mm -hmm. and then I went back to business school. Great. And I said, well, you know, I already know a little bit about marketing, Mm -hmm. but I don't know anything about finance, so Ah. I'm going to study finance. Okay. And all the finance people are like, you don't belong here. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you're a marketer. You don't belong here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to be finance. I'm going to go to Wall Street and... And they're all like, "You don't belong here," you know. Of course, go now back to marketing. I can reflect back at mm-hmm. what my, you know, as I've, I've mm-hmm. spent the last three years going, "What is really my gift to the world?" Right. And I sit here and laugh when I think about how much I hate the <laughs> details of working with spread, you know, the mm-hmm. numbers right. and spreadsheets mm-hmm. and stuff. So I went right back out of business school into marketing again. Great. And um, so, how would you so, end up at Microsoft? Well, one of my business school classmates went there, mm-hmm. or went right after graduating, uh-huh. and I went back into a technology marketing, like a, you know, right. a mm-hmm. geeky, mm-hmm. spectrometers this time, um, and, you know, I was sitting there watching the stock split and the mm-hmm. stock split, this is back in the early 90s, right? and I met and married a practice husband, mm-hmm. And he <laughs> a practice <laughs> husband. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase before. <laughs> I had my practice husband, and uh, he had a computer, it was like a computer science undergraduate degree mm-hmm. and had just graduated with like a master's in computer engineering, and he was working at a pharmaceutical company, bored out of his mind in the i t department mm-hmm. writing code, and I'm like, you need to be in a. Of course, here I am with my MBA, mm-hmm. yes. having to tout my mm-hmm. expertise. You need to be in a line job in a, you know, a company mm-hmm. where software is the primary um, product, right? Mm-hmm. And so we called my friend at Microsoft uh-huh. and said, could you send his resume? Yeah, and he flew out for a job, and a week later, our suitcases were packed, cool. and we were driving across mm-hmm. country. And I was, here I am, moving from the New York metropolitan area mm-hmm. to um, Seattle. and <laughs> Just I was a little like, switch. Just a small switch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am not going to work at another small, I'm going to work at the best. Like, I want to be at Microsoft, mm-hmm. too. So I, you know, hustled my little butt. And mm-hmm. I, you know, just sent resumes out and called HR people and and just networked it and the week we got there, my resume crossed the desk of somebody, you know, somebody who was looking. Right place, right time. Right place, mm-hmm. right time, and, um, you know, a week later, I was working. Nice. So, very cool, very cool. Yeah, it was great. And and so you got rid of Microsoft, you got rid of Practice Husband. I got rid of the Practice, <laughs> yeah, I got rid of all at the same time. Ah. All at the same time, Practice Husband wasn't working out. Um, I had already accomplished what I wanted to at Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, so we parted our ways. I basically left the house, the job, the expectation of everything I was supposed to be in life. Mm-hmm. And um, packed up a car with my two dogs and drove to Summit County. Wow. Yeah. You, you just change and change and change. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, I think, one of the
0: keys to successful marketing is you have to adapt to all of that. So, right. if you can do that in your personal life, then you can do that for businesses also
2: right and the other thing that's interesting though that there was a strategy behind all of it so when i when I graduated college i didn't i grew up um child of a teacher, mm-hmm. not in a an upper middle class mm-hmm. community, so we were the poorer ones mm-hmm. and um My goal in life was to make a million dollars by the time I was 30. Ah, that's a good goal to have. And so I, you know, got out of college and I started going, okay, what do you have to do to make a million dollars? You know, I started taking financial planning courses. And and the MBA was one of those steps Mm -hmm. because, you know, at the time, it was all about the financial markets. Mm -hmm. and,
0: um, And MBAs were great tools.
2: Yeah. And so at that time, I said to my manager at that first company, I want to go get my MBA, would you write a referral for me? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, don't bother unless you intend to go to the best. And I said, well, I do. Hence hence Columbia. I said, well, (laughs) that is my intention, Mm -hmm. so could you write me a really good review? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so there was a plan there, right? And then I went for the MBA, which was the scariest thing because it was like no money. I had $2,000 to my pocket, and I was taking on, you know, $90,000 in Mm -hmm. debt. Um, But, you know, I had that vision I was like, I'm going to go be a millionaire mm-hmm. So, when you asked How did I get to Microsoft That's where millionaires were being made right. In the 90s mm-hmm. And um, I was like Honey, you know, to my practice husband, yes. You know, that's where we have to go mm-hmm. One, That's, that's the a perfect step. fit for you mm-hmm. But it but also happens <laughs> to be, It also happens to be part of my Ulterior motive uh-huh. Maybe that's why that marriage didn't work out <laughs> Oopsie. Oh, wow. Well. Um, so that was one of the steps mm-hmm. in the stone. And 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 um, so I, I actually have to admit that I missed my goal of being a millionaire by the time I was 30. <sighs> I hit it when I was 33. Nice. So, um, yeah, it, it was very nice. Mm-hmm. And, and then I went on and said, okay. In the meantime, I had developed a passion in interior design. Mm-hmm. And so when I was done with my marriage and my corporate career and moving out of my own home, mm-hmm. and so moving to Summit County was also part of my, I want to say part of my vision because mm-hmm. those, those last three years in my not right marriage mm-hmm. and the career that, while it was lucrative and I learned a ton and it was very rewarding being on the cutting edge of technology mm-hmm. and pushing the envelope, it wasn't fulfilling me,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, so interior design became my hobby and my creative outlet. Ah, and you I like said, use
0: all parts of your brain. You're not I a left do. brain. You're not a right brain. You're just a brain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it gets hard because it took me a long time to figure out what my gift was mm-hmm. and how to focus in on what mm-hmm. my niche is and what you know who do I help the most and who do I contribute for mm-hmm. because I just I knew too many things, mm-hmm. and I don't mean it. Well, kind, just, of kind of
0: the jack of all trades well, I was type product of. product manager,
2: which is the person who plans the mm-hmm. product right. and works with all the mm-hmm. different functional areas of marketing. And so I knew a lot about mm-hmm. a, right. you know a fair amount mm-hmm. about a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, now how do I want to bring that out right. to others? Mm-hmm. So I went and I planned an online store in the home furnishings because it was, you know, the, the early 2000s. And oh, and the, yeah, that was when that really era. boomed. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I started an online store and in the home furnishings area. Cool. And uh, and, and as an entrepreneur, you know, it hasn't always been easy <laughs> <laughs> because I started with um, founders and within a year they were all gone. Mm-hmm. For various reasons, and I had hired, um, we had hired a a web development firm, mm-hmm. and at the time there weren't good off-the-shelf mm-hmm. store packages. Right. So we spent an inordinate amount of money on um, on this development firm, right. only to fire them after hundreds oh. of thousands of dollars yeah. had been spent, and there was still no That's website. That's back when we spent tons of money to develop yeah. websites. and there was no website. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. You know, now what? And then I hired someone that had done some development for me at Microsoft. Ah. And I spent the remaining cash that we we had actually raised, a half a million dollars in financing. Mm-hmm. So I spent pretty much the last of that getting, you know, hiring this gentleman mm-hmm. to build a website. And he went bankrupt. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it took another two years, but he was a personal friend, so he kept at it. But it took another year or two wow. for him to finish that site. Mm-hmm. And then I finally went live mm-hmm. with, with the store, <laughs> and then the real estate market went completely. Well, I grew that. As like, soon as I, you know, I grew that store, mm-hmm. and I said, I "Put it." When I put it on autopilot, it was because I had opened a physical retail store. Ah, I had expanded mm-hmm. because you know we had enough income to cover right. the expenses mm-hmm. of the physical mm-hmm. store. You know, going for that multi-channel effect. And you're right. I opened at the peak of the housing market, and it crashed. Oh, it. Um, it it, yeah, it, um, what do you say, contracted. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 70% Ooh. in the three years I had the mm-hmm. physical storefront. So... Um, that end of another chapter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you decided, I'm going to start my own marketing firm? And then I said, I'm going to go into marketing. And what, who am I best equipped to mm-hmm. serve and how am I best equipped to serve them? And so I'm focused on other entrepreneurs Um, businesses under 10 employees. And um, so the entrepreneurs, people in the expert field like Mm -hmm. you and I who are looking to promote themselves as an expert in an industry and um, marketing, like small marketing departments of like Mm -hmm. one, two people who don't have the ability, they're so busy doing tactics that they aren't able to look at the big picture and the strategy Mm -hmm. and how all the pieces fit together, which brings back that product management Mm -hmm. skill set where I can help, you know, pull the whole Great. pieces together. Yeah. yeah. Well, can you believe
0: that we are ready for our first break. Really? So we're <laughs> gonna go ahead and, and take our first break and when we come back, let's talk the specifics about the marketing tools and of course then social media. Right. And how that has evolved. Because it's funny that you know you started with the online business and went to bricks and mortar. Right. And now it's so many businesses are getting rid of bricks and mortar and just being online. And so many of those are, are really, really utilizing social media to promote themselves. Right. So let's talk about that and, and your five B's of social media success when we right. come back.
3: Just remember what your old past said. Boy, you've got a friend in me. Yeah, you've got a friend in me. Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am, bigger and stronger too, maybe
0: we are back and you do have a friend in me I love all of our little bumper music because it's about being friends and I am Deb Creer, the socialite if you are not already my friend it's very easy to do go to uh, the show page on Mile High Radio find my show and you will find all the ways to connect with me there you can also go to just my website which is debcreer.com. find everything there but more importantly we want to know how to connect with my guest today so my guest is Deborah Zimmer tell us how to find you online and how to connect with you I gave Deb the list of all the URLs. <laughs>
2: <heroes. laughs> no, no, okay. no. From memory. Oh my gosh. I have to think back to details. I'm not a detail person. No, it's okay. So um, what's your website? I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm expertmarketingcoach.com. Uh, LinkedIn slash in slash Deborah Zimmer. And she's uh, D E B R A. Yes. D E B R A Zimmer. D I M M E R O R A H. So I'm Deborah You're and Deborah. she's Deborah. I'm mm-hmm. Deborah. Um, Facebook. Facebook. Uh I have Facebook page at facebook.com slash Deborah Zimmer. And uh the personal profile is Facebook.com slash Deb Zimmer. Uh what else do I have? Twitter, Twitter Deborah Zimmer,
1: YouTube,
2: um, expert marketing coach, <laughs> Pinterest, Deborah Zimmer. Mostly I'm Deborah Zimmer, pretty much everywhere. Cool. Even, you can even go to DebraZimmer.com. It'll just send you over to expert nice, marketing. Nice, nice. So cool, cool. Well, we'll we'll mention those again several that's times about for brand, everybody. By the way, that's a tip on branding. Yes, if you want to have consistent. <laughs> you shouldn't consistent be name everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And and it was funny because when I started really using social media a lot, I did go more by Deborah Creer, but the the URL Deborah Creer was taken. Oh. I contacted that person because she only had it for her Relay for Life fundraising, and she hadn't used it in several years. I could tell that you know, it was dated because she was fundraising, and so I sent her this very nice, very polite little email, which she ignored the first time. The second time I sent it, I said, you know, I just wanted to follow up because I would be, you know, my name is Deborah Creer, spelled the same way, and I would very much be interested in purchasing the URL from you, and the response I got back was, not for sale. She's never used it again. I mean, she's uh, still- <laughs> But just holding yeah. on to it yeah. just in case. So I decided, you know, to, to shorten and be Deb Creer, And so everything that I have is branded with, with uh, the shorter Definitely. version too. Uh, but yeah, definite personal branding tip. But let's talk... So B, we're going to talk about Bs. And so these are the five Bs of social media success. Yes. Let's go through them and then let's talk about each one in detail and, and okay. how it really does pertain to
2: social media. Okay. So I came up with the five B's mm-hmm. because I was looking for a strategic framework in which to draft social media strategies. And how, like, I have this, you know, engineering brain. Right. That's trying to figure out, how, what's the commonality <laughs> here? What's the common thread and how do these things interrelate? Um, and so the five B's are modeled in a way after the five B's of marketing. Right. Mm-hmm. Same kind of concept, mm-hmm. but it applies a little bit broader. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have branding, befriend, broadcast, buzz, and buy. Cool. And they're somewhat steps and some of them are interrelated. They're mm-hmm. not necessarily sequential. But when you get started with social media, the first thing you need to do is set up your brand.
0: Right. Are well, you going to be Deb Career? Deborah Career. Right.
2: Just mm-hmm. like we talked about. Who are you and mm-hmm. why? Um, and so, you know, Behind the brand is, you know, who is your target customer? And then when you're like Deb and I, if you're mm-hmm. representing yourself, then it's what is it that makes, you know, yourself unique? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or your business unique. So you've got your unique selling propositions mm-hmm. in there. And what is your um, uh, your values of your company mm-hmm. or your culture? Those are things you're going to incorporate later into your communications style. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you have to create your physical presence, mm-hmm. right? So you need your logos and you need your copy of the description of your company mm-hmm. and what name or URL you're going to have for your, each of your, pre- uh, mm-hmm. what do you call them, presence? Your, yeah, Profiles, your, your collateral pieces, pieces all of those. Yeah, um, And then... Uh, In the online world, you also need to think about what your keywords are. So when you are setting up your social media profiles, Mm -hmm. you want to have some of those keywords in your descriptions. Because it's another way when someone's searching on that platform that you will become visible. Right. And a a lot of us don't think of that that's really an internet marketing mm -hmm. piece that carries over to that Communications piece,
0: and I think what surprises me is when I, you know, I'm I'm talking with businesses and they skip this part,
2: yeah, especially if it's
0: say a solo entrepreneur or a solopreneur, as as I've seen it called now, they they just use their name, which that's great. But they're not using it as a brand. It's just, hi, I'm you know Betty Boop, and this is what I'm doing. They haven't taken the time first to figure out who they are and what they're going to be providing. They just think, this, this is great fun. So then they go on to Facebook, and it's you know their personal page, and they've got their buddies, they've got their friends, they've got potential clients, all these various things, and they have no idea who or what their online presence should be. Mm-hmm. Do you work with people that, that have done that? and then you have to go back and fix it? <laughs>
2: <You know? laughs> well, I actually have to do that myself. Ah. <laughs> I have to fix myself. <laughs> um, because I am one of those people who started not knowing what my gift was. Mm-hmm. I knew my expertise was in marketing. I knew I had a lot to contribute. So mm-hmm. I started just posting. Actually, oh, I started okay. blogging. Ah. Um, because when I had my store, mm-hmm. I had all these people going, you need to blog, you mm-hmm. need to blog. And I was like, okay, you know, here's more of the story. Mm-hmm. I had... Um, I had the online store. Mm-hmm. I had a house under construction. I had two two-year- olds, and when the third child was born, we decided to open the retail store. Oh my. So I had the two two-year-olds and a newborn and, and no sleep retail store <laughs> and a house under construction, and people were asking me to blog. Mm-hmm. And yes, be beyond sleep, Dubai. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, "Are you insane?" Um, and no one could tell me what the benefit was. I'm like, right. what is the business benefit? Mm-hmm. Why should I do this? Why should I, why should I take time mm-hmm. out to do this? Mm-hmm. And no one could tell me. So when I shut down the store, my, like my transition into mm-hmm. social media was really throwing myself into what is the value of the blog? Mm-hmm. And how do you use it? And why? So I just started blogging as a way of, of exploring that. Okay. You know, and implementing it. Ah. And then started, you know, and at the same time, I got on all the social media and, you know, started playing around. Mm-hmm. And um, to this day, I still have an account on Twitter under mm-hmm. Expert Marketing Coach, and mm-hmm. I still have a Facebook page under Expert Marketing Coach. And what I found here's a tip for you: if you're promoting your personal brand or mm-hmm. yourself as an expert, is that you want to have it under your name because people relate better to you as right. a person. Well, and when it's so, just
0: us, that's what they look for. You know, they they don't right. look for a company name; they look for.
2: When you're a solo mm-hmm. they look for you as a right. name. When you start building employees, then you have to have mm-hmm. a company page. And so, yeah, I am one of those people who still <laughs> have both. <laughs> well, and you know, and, and I'm like, how do yeah. I migrate? Yeah, and, and, and then and I, I did another mm-hmm. thing. Like when I started with Facebook. Mm-hmm. I ha- I grabbed the Facebook.com slash Debra Zimmer mm-hmm. as my personal profile. right? And then my business page was Expert Marketing Coach. Mm-hmm. And I realized that people weren't connecting because, you know, the research now mm-hmm. shows that uh, people do not want to connect with marketing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. and so They don't
0: want to be marketed to. They don't want to be marketed mm-hmm.
2: to. And that pages with the words marketing mm-hmm. in them – had less likes than ones without. Ah. Mm-hmm. And so I went, oh, this is a problem. Yes. Oopsie. <laughs> Whoops. So then I'm like, okay, you know, it's all, oh, what do I do for the brand? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I created, I moved my personal account into Deb Zimmer, mm-hmm. grabbed move Deborah Zimmer over to the page. And you know how confusing it is having, you, I mean, having your page yeah. and your mm-hmm. profile as the same name, you don't mm-hmm. know who you're functioning well, as. Well, and it's at least like, you're
0: this, the same person, you know, it, right? It, that's where it gets confusing for people is when they have a similar name or the identical name of somebody right. else. How do they brand themselves, especially on social media, you know, because, and and that's where it just... Astounds me, dumbfounds me, confuses me—whatever the term would be—when someone, you know, they're they're the solopreneur, and they're a name that's fairly common, and they don't have their picture. You know, they have, right. and, and <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, how? You know, I I've gone to meetings with people, right. and you know, I network a lot, and and so oh, I'll look and I'll try and find their picture on LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever, and they don't have their picture. I'm like, really?
2: Well, here's another tip, <laughs> right? If if you are your brand, mm-hmm. right, you want to have a professional photo, yes. and you don't want to change it all the time yep. because they're mm-hmm. connecting your face mm-hmm. to your name. Yeah. And when you change it regularly, while that might be fun for, you know, your friends mm-hmm. and family and so forth, people don't know who you are right. when you're posting. Well, and my
0: professional headshot was um, – it was taken – it's about eight years old. Now, the nice thing is I've really kind of kept the same hairdo and, and things like that, which is a challenge sometimes with women. That's because she has the same hairdress for
2: for 17 yeah, years. I and know. Now she's got a switch and she's traumatized. I'm very traumatized. I'm going to have to
0: come back to Denver after I move just to get my hair cut. But, you know, it's I have the same photo for everything. Right. For my professional side, now my business or my my personal page on Facebook has a different picture, and that kind of helps differentiate for one thing when I'm posting. Where am I? Um, but but that does kind of give people they they realize okay if they see the one picture that's the business side, and I'm going to be posting about social media or whatever. If they see the much more casual picture. Then they, oh, well, she's going to post about the TV show she likes, you know, right. all of those various things. But I have the one picture that is consistent through everything with all my, my business things. It's, all, it's what's on my website, my business cards, all of those various things.
2: Right.
0: So sure. brand. What else about Brand. Do we kind of beat brands to death? But
2: it's one of those things it's, that you really can't do a lot well, until so you know important. that. It's so yeah. important. Yeah. And, and it's it's the foundation mm-hmm. of all your business success. Right. If you don't get that brand right, mm-hmm. if you haven't nailed your brand mm-hmm. and your messaging, everything else you do mm-hmm. is almost a waste. I mean, you'll get some effort, but it's just not right. going to give you the results you want.
0: And, and if you haven't nailed that down, that's when you've got the person that does this and then they do this. And then they do this. And, oh, maybe they can do that. And so as a consumer, somebody who wants to do business with them, you're thinking, well, I'm very confused. I don't know what they do. It's funny. I get this question a lot, especially with LinkedIn, with people who have multiple jobs. And, and so many times they're, they're different. You know, I, this one person is an insurance salesman, and, and he's actually our insurance salesman, but he also does landscaping. Mm -hmm. And he said, how do I use social media? Because it's, you know, it's very different. My suggestion to him was have the insurance business on LinkedIn and be talking about that there and have the landscaping on Facebook. And, you know, and and then if people kind of cross the two, they would know. But it it kept those two entities separate. And you see that more and more because people have multiple jobs. Yeah. You know and, and that's where the brand gets confusing you. Know, right. Are you the person that is planting a tree or are you the person who is selling me insurance or the person who's also doing
2: this that or something because else? Because that's different you expect right. a different type of professionalism. Mm-hmm. Now on Twitter you could just have two different yep. um you can have two multiple different accounts names on Twitter just create mm-hmm. different handles mm-hmm. and even on Facebook he could have his personal you have profile and then mm-hmm. he could have two different right. pages. Yep. And, and another way
0: to Well
2: think and, about and that's that. you
0: know people tend to forget or not know that uh, you can only have one personal page with, with your name. Right. It's against Facebook's terms of service to have multiple. Because I've seen people do that. Well, I'm going to have my friends, and then I'm going to have my, you know, no, have a page. You know, separate them that way. Right. Or people will have multiple LinkedIn accounts. And then what happens is one of those two platforms figures it out, and they delete all of your accounts. That's right. always special. You know, or your
2: your 500 friends or connections or whatever, and then kapoof, away they go. Right. Or the other thing in, in that case is to say, what is the one that I'm truly passionate right. about? Right. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm going to promote mm-hmm. on social media because people will still like. I would look at you as a less successful landscaper mm-hmm. if you're also selling insurance. Mm-hmm. It means to me that you are not a full time right. landscaper, mm-hmm. and vice versa mm-hmm. with the insurance. Um, which actually brings us to I'm going to bring up the befriend my so my next B is befriending, which is basically your networking strategy right. and who mm-hmm. you have as friends. Mm-hmm. And the reason I wanted to tie that in was because he's going to have a challenge as he grows yeah, his friend Yeah, who does he base. mix and match? Who does mm-hmm. he communicate which set mm-hmm. of messages right. to? Now, in his case, they're b- both clients, I'm presuming, are consumers. Mm-hmm. And so you've got a mixed set of messages, right? Which brings us back to branding. Yay!
0: <laughs> and and so <that's> <laughs> I mean they're that, so interrelated, yeah, and that really is showing that branding is the key to everything. Right? You wanna, and you can be multiple things as long as they don't really cross. I think that's where it gets confusing is when they kind of merge together then people aren't sure you know are right. are you driving up in your car that you know has the branding for one thing but you're you're going to mow my grass you know and it's like what right. the heck <laughs> so you got to heck
2: those magnet mm-hmm. magnet um yeah. signs yeah. and peel, peel them, them off <laughs> <laughs> Who am or I like today? Switch your magnet.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, or or put on the different hat. You right. Know, Wear all different, You need and, different yeah. clothes
2: as the insurance mm-hmm. salesman, and the yeah. landscape salesman,
0: and you know, and, and I know people who do three and four things, and then it gets really confusing, especially right. on Facebook, because I'm thinking, okay, uh, who, uh, where am I following? Who is this person but, today, or is it yeah. the same person?
2: I get mixed up. I'm thinking I've I followed somebody different. That's also a challenge though, from your whole business strategy mm-hmm. perspective. You gotta pick one and go for it right. and do it mm-hmm. well, yeah. be the best when I did, and then you can mm-hmm. it, you know if you build that business up, you can always hire someone else right. to run it, mm-hmm. and you know you then you build the brand into the name of the mm-hmm. business when you get employees and so forth if yeah. it's an employee oriented mm-hmm. business and not making you the face of the company right. so in the landscape design business, it may not be Bob's landscaping, it could be you know. Deluxe landscaping, right? So it's not tied and to your it's name. It's not tied to mm-hmm. his name and his persona, mm-hmm. um, but it goes back to the mm-hmm. overall strategy, right. which I, in in my five Bs of marketing, I mm-hmm. consider that part of the branding, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, and stage of it's
0: it is you know. It, yeah. I, I can't emphasize enough that it is just so important to have that structure to start with. Right. Rather than to try and go back and figure out, okay, what was I doing? Because I was so fragmented. And you know, I, I started my business uh, 10 years ago. And when I started it, I was also working at another company and you know, doing both of them at the same time. And I met with a business coach and she told me, do one or the other. You know, and, and, and I really wanted to launch my own business but I was terrified and so I had kind of that fallback position and she said I would never make my own business work until I had to and she was right you know, and, and it it this it's a lot the similar with this. Don't pick multiple things that you're doing. Find your passion and go for it. Might yeah. be lean for a while, but you're gonna go on. So we are already at the bottom of the hour. So we're gonna go ahead and take our next break because we have four more bees to go through. I, so <laughs> when we come back, more bees. <laughs>
1: Taking your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got no lights The check is in the mail And your little angel hung the cat up by its tail And your third fiancé didn't show bed. Mr. Coffee's dead. The morning's looking bright. bright. And your shrink ran off to Europe and didn't even write. And your husband wants to be a girl. Be glad there's one place in the world where everybody knows your name. And they're all No, people are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name.
0: in here just kind of dancing away. I am Deb Creer, the socialite. I am passionate about working with people to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And social media really is where everybody knows your name. That's kind of the cool thing. We've been talking about that very much so with Deborah Zimmer. We've been talking about branding. So the the first B that she talks about is, is branding and that's your name. Your brand, who are you? You know, not to get metaphysical or anything, but you do have to know those things. Who's your market? Who are you selling to? What are you selling? I like the people that today we're selling this and tomorrow we're selling that and the third day we're selling something totally different. I'm thinking, okay, that's very confusing. So we branded ourselves. We know exactly where we're gonna be, we've got our logo, all those things. Now we're gonna go on to befriend. Like me, please like (laughs) me. Like
2: me. Um, I have to laugh because when I first started on social media, I was coming out of a time of my life that was not the best. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid of people. You know, I was insecure Mm -hmm. and afraid of people. And I was like, (gasps) what if they ignore me? Are they going to like me? Mm -hmm. Are they going to be offended if I connect to them? Mm -hmm. Um, And I I am sure everyone goes through. Once I realized everyone else felt the same way. Right. Then Mm -hmm. I was like. Oh, and, and, and there's, um, so as part of befriending is how to build your network. Okay. Right. It's, um, and and your network, not just in your number of friends, but, um, in general, one of the things that makes a very successful company Mm -hmm. is your list, your customer list, your Mm -hmm. contact list, your prospect list. And we're moved into this new era where you don't have to have them on email anymore, Mm -hmm. right? Doesn't, well, it used to have to be phone. Mm -hmm. And then I was was in the internet mail database. Then you Uh had direct mail database. We used to buy lists Mm -hmm. and you still do and they're still valuable. Mm -hmm. But really the core of the business now is the email Mm -hmm. list and the value of those email addresses. And now it's moving into your social networks or has Mm -hmm. moved um, because there's different levels of um, intimacy in the Mm -hmm. relationship. And, you know, having someone's phone number is going to be the most intimate because right. they've trusted mm-hmm. you with, you know, nobody wants, you know, mm-hmm. spam callers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a little bit more used to it on email, but mm-hmm. still email would be a next level mm-hmm. of, of uh, less intimate. Mm-hmm. And then you get into your social media, like your, your personal connections mm-hmm. are a little more intimate because you do have access to right. the personal contact mm-hmm. information. And then you've got more of your pages where mm-hmm. you get the likes and they're, Less, mm-hmm. you know, even more, right. less intimate. Um, but you still have the ability to communicate with those people, mm-hmm. and that is invaluable. And it ha- it's one of the, it is the most, actually, the most valuable asset your business can have is your customer list. Right. And, and so many people forget that. You know, they'll tell me, oh, I'm, you know,
0: I have 5,000 people who have liked my Facebook page. Okay, and... Well, I have 5,000 people. Which is valuable, but yeah. they have to be What have you done you? for them lately yeah. is probably the, the best way to put it. And and those are the people who also just post every once in a while and right. never respond. And I tell them, no, that's a website. <laughs>
2: you know, if right. you're going to do that, just go have a website. Well, there's actually, so I'm going to, let's see, this one falls into my... I forget which category, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, we have part of, bees I flying bees around have everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> um, but part of there's an awareness on social media, and it's actually in all your networks. Mm-hmm. There's a, um, a a life cycle right. of a social mm-hmm. network, and there's basically it starts with the lurker who is the person who just observes, right. mm-hmm. um, kind of sits back and observes what you're doing on social media, but hasn't committed to being in your community. Mm-hmm. And then there's varying phases of, you know, people have made a modest mm-hmm. commitment, but still aren't, they may have liked your page, but they're not active. Mm-hmm. They don't comment or share or anything or like any of your posts. And then you get people who are more committed. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, get this group that's been around for a long time mm-hmm. and they are diehard people. And then you get people who actually phase out. Right. Because cool. For whatever reason. Well, Mm -hmm. whatever material that you offer, Mm -hmm. whatever your expertise is, they've garnered all that they Mm -hmm. need and it's ready to move on to Mm -hmm. the next person. Right. And I know when I first had my own company, I had this email list, and people would unsubscribe. <gasps> that's devastating. I was going to use the same word. It's devastating. Mm-hmm. They didn't Until you realize, me. right? Until you realize that that's healthy and it's right. a good thing. Yeah. You want the list to grow and evolve. You want you know, it to grow, but mm-hmm. you want the dead weight mm-hmm. to move out. I yeah. mean, I hate to use dead weight. But, but you don't want to send something to people, somebody
0: that they don't care about.
2: They don't care about it. They don't want right. it. Just let you mm-hmm. know, cut the tie, and let's all move on. Yep, right?
0: I, I love it. I use Mailchimp for okay. my, my my email list, and it is so funny because when somebody unsubscribes, you get well. I I've opted to get a notice, and so I get a notice, and it says somebody has unsubscribed. Maybe they just don't love you anymore. <laughs>
2: And I look at it and I go, I don't know who they were, so whatever. You know, but we all have to Mm -hmm. get over these self-esteem. I mean, this could be a self-esteem. It could be devastating Mm -hmm. when you don't know that Mm -hmm. it's normal. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, that's Mm -hmm. normal. It's not me. It's not about me. And And even on on social media, it's Mm -hmm. the same thing. People are going to come and Mm -hmm. people are going to go. And you'll have different levels of engagement and it's normal and it's right. healthy and, and
0: and you need all those levels. Right. You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday who has been my friend on Facebook for, you know, quite a while, never ever has commented, liked, done anything. So he I mean, he was the, the, a negative lurker but he tells me I read every single post you have and I absolutely love it. And he was then able to talk to me about some of them. Right. So he just didn't actively engage, right. but he was there and he loved it. Well, so that's we, yeah. we have to keep that in mind just because they don't chatter at us
2: or comment or do, doesn't mean they're not finding what we have valuable. Right? It may be outside their comfort mm-hmm. zone right. to be to yeah. to make any mm-hmm. comments publicly. Right. Well, I used to, um, I used to, this is a bad, I shouldn't say I used to, but I, I don't still do because mm-hmm. I expired. But I used to send out a marketing tip of the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I sat down, wrote 300 tips at a time, and set them Whoa. out every day. <laughs> and, of course, I say used to because I ran through my 300. And <laughs> you could start over and I nobody would I could start over. <laughs> and it's been on my to-do list since January. Um, but I stopped to, to create this framework. Mm-hmm. Um, and now now I'm going back to apply my framework cool. and re-up my and, tips. And but the, re-befriend. And re-befriend <laughs> myself. Um, but the, with the tips, I would go out to a mommy's, Group. I have three little kids, mm-hmm. and I go to my local mommy's business moms group. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't tell you how many moms would be like, "I love your tips." Right. Like I would stand up to introduce mm-hmm. myself, and I get all these people going, "I love your tips." And I'd be like, "I have no idea any of you even mm-hmm. existed, even mm-hmm. for my friends, let yeah. alone <laughs> like read mm-hmm. my tips." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have people all over the world in the that mm-hmm. loved. My tips and that's why I'm like it's very valuable and I need to re up my tips mm-hmm. and but they were they were again, it came with refining my mm-hmm. focus, right? My tips right. were outdated, mm-hmm. it's time to refresh mm-hmm. my tips. But it comes to that, you never know what people mm-hmm. are who's thinking and right. um, who's watching. So on friending though, what we don't most of us don't have is a strategy for friending. Mm-hmm. And when people friend us, like we don't say hey, this is why I'd like to be your friend, or this is we what just value. We just invite friend. Invite friend. <laughs> now, like Facebook, just changed it where it's mm-hmm. harder. You have to, like, send a message. It used to be, like, at the time you mm-hmm. friended, you it prompted you to send the message, mm-hmm. and, you know, they changed their thing, and it's...
0: And LinkedIn, you've got the generic, I would like to add you to
2: my list right. of connections. But, you know, ideally, you'd have a canned response mm-hmm. that you plug in right. there and send out so that you introduce yourself, mm-hmm. what the value of the friendship yeah. is. How can I help you? How can I help you? um and and of course it goes back to your brand mm-hmm, needs to right. be reflected in yeah. that well right? and, and I do that on my Facebook page because
0: you know I'm I'm now up to several thousand people on my personal page a good majority of them I don't know now we have mutual connections and and I will friend almost anybody but when I connect with them, I send them a nice little thank you very much for friending me. If you're interested in social media tips, please like my page at www.facebook.com slash Deb Creer the Socialite. So I give them that option. I just say if, and they yep. almost always go. But I've you know I've so I've expanded that in back into the brand, to the right. business image. Maybe they, they wanted to see that I like the TV show Glee and that's all they care about. And and <laughs> and that's perfectly fine. But I really want to get them over to that business page.
2: I'll have to share my Glee story separately, <gasps> privately. Glee. Oh, know, she... no, it's not for prime time. But oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, so we've befriended. Now we broadcast. Yeah, well, broadcast is all about your content strategy, right? Yeah, and right? and you have to have a strategy.
0: That's the important word there.
2: Yes. Everything. See, that's my theme is strategy, strategy, strategy. This
0: engineer that I'm sitting across from. Everything has from, to have a strategy. Yes. Has <laughs> to
2: have a plan. Well, you know, I actually have been a seat of the pants entrepreneur, and as soon as I switch from the seat of the pants entrepreneur to one with a strategic plan, mm-hmm. everything falls into place and I take off.
0: Well, and a strategic plan doesn't have to be, you know, the three ring binder that's, nope. you know,
2: it it, you, it can even just be in your head. Mine's on a one of those um whiteboard paper uh-huh. with all those things with uh, a, yeah uh, one with of those big sticky, pieces of yeah paper. the yep. giant sticky uh-huh. notes the mm-hmm. whatever the big two by yeah. three sticky notes yep. my strategic plan is on a two by three sticky note mm-hmm. um, but it's a bit vi- because I'm visual so I have to have a picture mm-hmm. of what I'm doing and why I'm doing mm-hmm. it and where it's all leading to um,
0: but yeah so so we're posting strategically and what yes, are we so posting strategically or
2: broadcasting what are we back where, to my bees where where <laughs> or what what mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Well, the heart of of a lot of the heart of your communication goes back to your blog posts. Ah, because your blog is really where your meaty communications come in. In your, you know, it's really where you can show your expertise Mm -hmm. and and give depth. Um, All your your status updates are are um, they perform different functions? They're kind of like appetizers. Yeah, they're. Well, I'm hungry. They actually help more for the buzz and the interaction (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the engaging and building Mm -hmm. community. So buzz is all about that engagement and building community. Mm -hmm. Um, Broadcasting is all about having a strategy for like my tips are part of that strategy. Mm -hmm. And do I do them every day or Mm -hmm. do I do them once a week? And you know, having a a content calendar Mm -hmm. is um, is very valuable and not critical Mm -hmm. to help organize. So for an example, one of my clients is a um, I'm going to say not a uh, cosmetic surgeon and oh, they do things okay. like microdermabrasion mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. forth. And so we did a uh, marketing or a, a social media plan mm-hmm. where the contact every month there was a different theme that they were communicating and so um, we did monthly themes but then we also mm-hmm. had Monday is tip day Tuesday Great. is quiz day mm-hmm. Wednesday is you know something else day. Um, and and then I also have a, uh, a suggestion for people to say, well, we need spontaneity. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know when some, yeah. something cool is going to Well, gonna you can come add on. a post. Well, you can plan mm-hmm. that once a month we know that we'll have some vendor come mm-hmm. to us and, and want to do a promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you plan in to have time for that right. in your strategy and just complements well, what's already there. And the strategy makes things easier. You know, one of the things that that business
0: owners tell me is, I don't have time to do this. How can you do this? I don't have time to do this. How am I supposed to think of, you know, say they're posting once a day? How am I supposed to think of 20 posts a month? Well, if you have that strategy so that you know, okay, I only have to come up with four tips... Then I have to come up with four product, you know. So right. th- then it's much easier to get your arms around.
2: Yeah, chunk it down into right. see, Here's the engineering thing again. Yeah, the engineer. You break it yeah, down. Break into it down into pieces. easy
0: pieces to do. And then it is much easier, you know. So you can figure. And so maybe you write them all at once, like you were saying. You wrote all 300 of your marketing tips at one point. Right. So
2: you write, you know, 20 tips. Well, that got you through four months worth of tip posts if you only right. post one a week. Well, I just did the same thing for the five Bs. I said, "Okay, I need to come up with tips for the five Bs, mm-hmm. and I need at least twenty weeks." Well, what mm-hmm. I ended up doing—that's oh, easy. I break it down. I need four on brand, four on befriend, mm-hmm. and you know, one yeah. tip a week. And then now it's that's so much so easier. Easy. You know, I sat down and wrote four at a mm-hmm. Time. Mm-hmm. time. What was what was the saying? You know, how
0: do you eat an, uh, an elephant? One bite at, one at a time. time. Yep. You know, rather than trying to think, oh, how am I going to do all of this? It's how do we chunk it up smaller? Right. So cool. Well, when we get back, we are going to talk about buzz and buy. So we're going to take a break and come back and finish up with Deborah Zimmer and her five B's of social media. <laughs> Well, why can't we be friends? Connect with me on social media. Make sure that you connect with my guest, Deborah Zimmer, so you can find all of her information. It's she's she's branded well. Look for Deborah Zimmer on all the various sites, and you will find her. So connect with her because she has the five Bs of social media success. So we've talked about brand befriend, broadcast, and before we do the last two, because we're going to have to go through them fairly quickly, tell people how they can get more information about all five all at once by
2: going to your website. So you've got a free gift. I have a free gift website. It's Social Media Success Clinic. So it's the http colon slash slash socialmediasuccessclinic.com. And there's a little overview video, which you just have to opt in. And then there's, um it's a free training. Cool. And there's seven lessons. Nice. To help walk you through this whole, what is the brand, befriend, broadcast, buzz and buy, and how mm-hmm. do you apply it. And there's worksheets and help you get started. Nice. And very cool. So that's free. So again,
0: yeah. that's com. Great. Okay, let's do the final two Bs quickly. So buzz, which is funny that it's a B. So we're going to do buzz. (laughs)
2: Buzz. (laughs) Um, That's all about engaging people, how to get them interacting. Cool. How to um, build those relationships. How to get those relationships. And being that I am more of a, I don't know if you know the Mm Myers-Briggs personality. So I'm an ENTP. So the NT is a very logical Intuitive but logical, and so my first my first instinct isn't to think, "How do I build a relationship Mm -hmm. with someone?" I actually have to think about how do I build a relationship Ah, with someone, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which cracks up my friends Um, (laughs) (laughs) because I will go, "Okay, now what am I supposed to do in this situation?" (laughs) Oh no! Oh no!
0: I'm a big Big Bang person on TV. Okay, so that sounds a little Sheldon, you know, (laughs) because Sheldon's a I, I have to be friendly. I have to do this. Why?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's not. Well, you know, it's interesting as I age, that, um, characteristic, it strengthens. Ah, okay. Yeah. And the, and the logic kind of. Goes not, I mean, it goes away. It goes away. We lose those filters.
0: We, I think it, part of it is we figured out, eh, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it
2: doesn't matter. What the heck? So so, go, so buzz. Yeah. So we're so building relationships. It's about relationships. It's about building relationships. It's about asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to, like, my nature is the tell. Mm-hmm. As opposed to ask questions. Right. And and that's and so, that's the best way
0: to get people to comment on Facebook. Even if you just say, what do you think about this? Yes. And it's really funny. And I discovered that on my blog, too. You know, I would blog and blog and blog and nobody would ever comment. And I'd think, nobody even reads it. And, you know, I'd look at my stats and I'd see, oh, no, people are there. But when I said, please comment below, they
2: started commenting. commenting. And when you end the blog post with questions. Right. You get comments. Mm -hmm. What do you think about, please comment below? And it's like you've
0: given permission. And until then they didn't think they had that permission. So do the same thing on Facebook, do the right.
2: same thing on LinkedIn, all of those things. End it with that question. Right. And and there's um a lot of people think buzz is all about getting that one hit wonder. Right. Like if I could just, I want hit something just to go one virtual. video to go viral, viral. viral they are all virtual. All, yeah. wow. <laughs> I knew it was that V word. It's a V word <laughs> Victory. Um Yeah, we all want that viral thing. And the The problem, like I actually have a friend who's um does a personal blog mm-hmm. and did a, and she left the dentistry mm-hmm. and so she did a blog post of the ten things your dentist hates about you too. Oh, how funny! And it went viral, like I bet several hundred thousand mm-hmm. people from her normal like two hundred mm-hmm. readers to like two hundred thousand <gasps> readers. Oh no. And the thing is, though, it it was the one-hit wonder. You know, she went from 200 readers Mm -hmm. to maybe, like, 400 subscribers Mm -hmm. of her Mm -hmm. blog. But after all the... Yeah, when she went back to her normal... ...what her normal (laughs) stuff Mm -hmm. is, you know, they're gone. And with your business, you don't want that. You don't want people who just Mm kind of come in for this Mm -hmm. one thing and realize that they're really not your ideal customer. Mm -hmm. They're really not who you want to be working Mm with. Um you really want to be engaging the people that have staying power, you know, right. that that are the ones that you want to be working with.
0: Well, and that's why quality really is more important than quantity with the number of people you're connected with. You know, it's great to say, "Ooh, I have 10,000 followers. But if 9,999 of them would never do the next B, which is buy, right. then what's the point of having them? You know, Now, they might be supporting you in other ways, yeah. but you really want to have the good connections. So maybe that means you just have 10, or you have 100 as opposed to the 10,000. You know, it drives me nuts when I see these people who are going to sell you a list. Right. On Facebook, you know, I'm going to... Uh, Twitter especially, you know, that's, that's a big place where you can buy people to follow. Right. Well, you know, it, who cares? They're not good connections, so why bother with them?
2: Right. Most of the time, I... I would actually recommend never buying a list, uh, especially mm-hmm. if email names mm-hmm. or a social media yeah, address waste. is absurd. Um, the time that a list is of value is when you buy it from a credible mm-hmm. list source like right. a Dun & Bradstreet mm-hmm. and... Yeah, so it's, can, it's pretty pre-qualified. When it's pre-qualified, mm-hmm. it typically comes from a phone mm-hmm. list or a tax return right. list, yeah. and they can cross-reference mm-hmm. that it person's demographics. wasn't just demographics. they were in zip code X. Yeah, you mm-hmm. want to know, you want to be able to target your list by, I want the doctors making, mm-hmm. you know, income mm-hmm. from $100,000 to 200000 right. that live in these zip codes mm-hmm. and drive Mercedes. Right. That's how you want to be able to target your list. Um, but then and you, you can still, actually do that on Facebook advertising. Right, with the
0: advertising, yep. But, you know, once you've
2: got those people, that comes back to the buzz. Right. If you're not giving them good content, which is the broadcast and buzz mm -hmm. are so interrelated. I just look at broadcast as a little bit more of the content strategy and Mm -hmm. calendar and and the types of articles. And buzz is, okay, now how do I make sure I have interaction and Mm -hmm. engagement? So there's a lot of apps that Mm -hmm. drive engagement. And, And Facebook page is now...
0: All, they're, they're only about five minutes behind on the insights, oh, which okay. it, they used that's to be unusual. a month behind. Yeah, and now with – and part of that is timeline that they have switched to that. So you can see – and that's where, you know, as a business owner or, you know, whoever's doing the posting, okay, you post and post and post at 2 in the afternoon. You get nothing. You post at 7 p.m. and you get all this engagement. Well, hello, that's when your customers are online. Right. Or at least the people who are going to interact. Right. You know, they might not be your ultimate customer, but, you know, so that's where you have to pay attention to these things.
1: Yep. You know, I'm not timing. a
0: numbers person, but I look at those and I see, okay, well, you know, posts in the morning, not much. Posts in the afternoon, more. Posts on the weekends, you know, and, and it's funny. They say, and of course statistics can say anything and you can, you know, all these various things, that the the best time to do a blog post, even a business blog post, is on Saturdays.
2: Yeah, you know, I um actually have tested in my customers. Mm-hmm. So when I not blog post, but when I do um, a newsletter on Saturday, uh, the readership, the open rate is lower until Tuesday. Like it takes until Tuesday uh-huh. for it to it get sits up there. It mm-hmm. takes like three days. Mm-hmm. If I do a newsletter on a Wednesday, within twenty four hours. My readership mm-hmm. rate, my open rate is at that same percentage. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on who your audience mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Now, I notice when I do Facebook, like, the, actually, technically, the Facebook statistics, okay, so I'm a data girl. Mm-hmm. Um, the data shows that the majority of people are on Facebook nights and weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because their companies say you can't do it during the day. 50% of the mm-hmm. companies say you can't mm-hmm. do it during the day. And and it's recreational, right. right? It's it's not business. Now I work with it as a business tool, mm-hmm. and so a lot of my clients mm-hmm. that are small business owners are using it as a business mm-hmm. tool as well, and they're on during the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it still works. So then it works mm-hmm. for me during the day. Right.
0: But yeah, so it's, it's it all about who your target audience is. Yeah. You know, I, I work with a nonprofit who who provides services for parents. So for them, posting at you know nine in the morning. Is not going to get much if they post evenings and weekends. That's when their com- their constituents are online, and, they, and you know, which is kind of a little hard to, to do your posting then. Right. But if you want to be effective, you have to take that into account.
2: Well, and you can test through the insights. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use Hootsuite. Yep. my favorite tool, because mm-hmm. uh, that gives you a lot of statistics, and you can link it back to Google Analytics, mm-hmm. which tell you what's going on in your website. And, oh yeah, tons um, of all that. Which is actually what I consider part of buy. Ah, the final and buy. buy. And, and but buy is a lot of measuring mm-hmm. and testing. Right. I mean, that's one component mm-hmm. of it. Um, the buying is about converting the sale. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also about like, converting people to a deeper relationship with right. you. Yeah. So they don't they're actually... They're buying into you. They're buying into you, okay. right? Okay. So mm-hmm. um, one of my favorite techniques on Facebook is, and, and it's been effective there, but... What, or actually in all social media, once you start a conversation, it's really about the buying is starting the conversation and developing the relationship with the person. Mm-hmm. And most of the buying happens off of social media. Right. Mm-hmm. So you need to get them off of mm-hmm. Facebook. So send them to the website, make them call, do whatever. Have a phone, yeah, mm-hmm. invite them to a phone call with you. Invite them to a seminar, an mm-hmm. event, to some some other thing that's not on the social media mm-hmm. platform. Get them off. Right. Yeah, and that's and I mean, that's because w- when we're on Facebook,
0: we're still kind of playing. Right. and But if you get them directed elsewhere, they're serious. Right. You know, they're, they're going to at least go to your website, look at the product, look at the service, whatever. Right. So you've sent them there, and they're there with a mission.
2: But they have a tendency not to want to leave directly to your mm-hmm. site. Right. Right. They want to develop the relationship first. So mm-hmm. if you're on Facebook... They don't want to leave. They won't, like, click directly Mm off-site. Right. So they're less likely to Mm -hmm. click directly off-site than they are to stay within Facebook and communicate with you. Mm -hmm. Um, In LinkedIn, they're more likely to stay in their group and interact with you. Right. Because we're comfortable there. To click Mm -hmm. off. Although LinkedIn, everyone's pretty used to, like, clicking at something and going Mm -hmm. blog posts Mm -hmm. and... But they have to be very meet, more meaty, mm-hmm. informational right. there.
0: And Twitter, it's kind of a combination. Some yes. people just
2: wing w- it, <laughs> leap
0: elsewhere, you know. And, and of course, I'm the kid with bright shining objects. I see a link, I click the link. Uh,
2: well, actually, most like tweets that mm-hmm. l- have links have mm-hmm. higher
0: retweets. Right. Yeah,
2: and and the funny thing is, of course, a lot of times in
0: Twitter, it has shortened the URL. And so you can't always know where you're going. And on other social media sites, I don't click those links because they could be bad links. That's true. But in Twitter... You expect it. Yeah. And and I don't even... You know, it just goes kapoof and away I go. And now, you know, knock on wood, I've never had a bad link in Twitter. You know, it's never taken me off to a site I didn't want to go to. But, you know, Facebook, it has. And so I, I always kind of watch those links. But, you know, so this is... It, Fabulous. You know, we've we've already hit the top of the hour and we just kind of skimmed all of this. So I really want to encourage everybody to go to socialmediasuccessclinic.com where you get a free seven part video. Now, do you have to watch them all in order or just, you know? Yeah, you
2: actually do watch them in order. Okay.
0: Because, of course, you have so you, to build your brand. Then you have to, do, you have to be friends. You
2: have to get a network before you can yep. communicate to them. And then
0: you're going to broadcast, or so you're going to communicate to them. And then you're going to generate buzz, keep them coming back, keep them talking them. about you. And then, ta-da! ta-da. <laughs> we want people <laughs> to buy things or tell their friends to buy. I mean, to yeah. me, that's just as important, or even sometimes more so. Right. Because on social media, it has been shown that when... People are posting, hey, buy this. I like this. You know, it's, it's much more personal. Even if you've never, ever met that person in real life, there's just something about that Facebook connection that you trust them. So it's okay if they don't buy from you, but if they tell your friends, their friends buy from you, that's okay too.
2: Yeah. And you never know who you're going to influence. Right. So like I watched um, a colleague's video the other day on building um, culture, team mm-hmm. culture And, you know, and then I posted on Facebook, Hey, I'm watching this video on team culture. I Mm -hmm. wonder if I can apply it to my small business. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, someone... I went to high school with right. mm-hmm. many years ago. We don't want to say how many years, though. My 33 <laughs> union's coming up. <laughs> um, said, hey, let me know if it's any good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, yes, it's I think it's valuable, mm-hmm. and I'm going to buy her book. Right. And she's like, okay, then I'm going to check yeah, it out. Because but, you're the cool kid. Because, thats I mean, and that's and the I way it is on Facebook. You know, I didn't know yeah. that this person mm-hmm. would be influenced, mm-hmm. but... You know, and I don't know, I didn't know that she works in a market research firm. I had no idea that she would have, well, you know, find something about yeah. that topic to be of interest.
0: And we never know really who we're connected to. Right. You know, even the, the close, intimate people that we're connected to, you never know really sometimes what they do for business. But more importantly, you never know who they're connected to. Right. So that's where this gets so important because I have people tell me all the time oh, I'm only going to develop my friends within this area. No. Who are they connected to? You know, just because somebody is in Timbuktu doesn't mean they couldn't refer business back to me here.
2: Right. And that's part of the befriending. If you go to the socialmediasuccessclinic.com in the video, Mm -hmm. I talk about the open network strategy versus the closed network strategy. And research that shows that the value of open, loose connections surpasses that of um, Mm -hmm. private, intimate connections in terms of, the value of the network. Nice. How long is each video? About six minutes. Oh, see, everybody
0: can do this. You <laughs> could do all of them in about a half an hour. Yep. So, you know, go there. Make sure mm-hmm. that you go. Check out socialmediasuccessclinic.com. Huh, that's a mouthful. Know. You know, find Deborah online, debrazimmer.com, or not Debra, Deborah debrazimmer.com will get you yeah. there. But, you know, connect with her online. Get all of her very important information because this is great. You know, we, we don't often stop to think... We have to plan because this is fun. So we're just going to post. No, you must have your strategy, which I don't always do. But, you know, it's, it is one of those things to, to definitely keep in mind because when you have the strategy, it makes life easier. It sounds harder, but it ultimately does make everything easier. so check yes. out everything that Deborah has and thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you this for has been great. I, you know we're already holy cow. the whole hour is gone, and I feel like we just barely scratched the surface, so hopefully we'll be able to do this again um, and and delve into these de- you know these even more in depth to really talk about them so that business owners know how they can use these tools so with that. As always, must thank the man behind the glass because if we didn't have Scott back there pushing the buttons and and doing all that good stuff, we'd just be talking to ourselves, which is fun. But, you know, we like other people to benefit from from us too. So thank you again, Scott, for making sure that everything is working well. And hopefully we will have, uh, you know, have a great day. Make sure everybody finds us on all the social media sites. And we will catch you next time. (music) Bye-bye.
3: you just remember what your old past said you've got a friend me yeah you you're listening to mile high radio MileHighRadio.com on the world wide web for your listening pleasure this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suite radio.com